You are listening to Elijah Fire Radio. You are entering the world of the prophets, the servants of the living God. Miracles in the supernatural, deliverance and healing, prayer and procession in spiritual warfare. Prepare to be enlightened, encouraged, and edified as we listen to the word of the Lord together. Now let's give a warm welcome to your host, Prophet James Grable. And good evening. You're listening to Elijah Fire Radio, ElijahFireRadio.com. It is Friday, January 13th, 2023, and tonight we're going to be talking about three different dimensions of prayer, three dimensions of prayer, and that's going to be what we're going to be talking about tonight. Um, just some brief announcements before we get into tonight's broadcast. We, we, are, we are doing a lot of changes in the ministry. There's a lot that's going on. So, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's, you know it's, it's something that's new. There, there are new things that are happening. Of course, as, as you know, we're, we're broadcasting now nightly, uh, five nights a week, uh, weekdays, weekday nights. And so that's that's kind of a challenge. Um, plus, we're doing morning prayer at 5 a.m. Uh, you can come out and participate in that if you'd like to. Uh, there's a there's a different number for that. Let me see here. Uh, there's a different phone number for that uh, for the morning prayer. the The morning prayer phone number is six zero nine six six three one nine eight three. That's 609-663-1983, and I'll say it one more time. That number is 609-663-1983, and, um, and so we, we do that at 5 a.m., and it lasts about you know anywhere from maybe 15 minutes, but we pray in the Spirit, and we will probably, we might, we probably might um, do that longer coming up, uh, maybe for a half hour or so. But uh, it's, it's un, undecided yet. Okay. Um, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because uh, you know there seems to be an acceleration of not just the anointing on this on this particular ministry, but on the urgency uh, involved with it as well. Um, and so we just need, you know, your prayers and your, your support is important, of course, but, but your prayers especially as well. Amen. Okay. So, uh, uh, we're going to be also, we're, we're doing stuff on our Patreon page. We're going to be adding posts and information and stuff like that. Uh, if you want to join us on our Patreon page, uh, that's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Elijah Fire Radio. Um, and um, you can also uh, connect with us, too. Uh, if you go to either of our websites, uh, jamesgrabiel.com and ElijahFireRadio.com, in the footer, there's a place there for... Um, for uh, uh, to join our email list, OK, 
Okay. So if you haven't joined our email list, we invite you to do that so you can stay apprised of everything that's going on. Okay. And then of course, then there's also, uh, you know, our Twitter page or our Twitter. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. That's Twitter forward slash profit Grabeel dot, uh, that's for twitter.com forward slash profit Grabeel. Um, and also you can follow us on, on Facebook too, our Facebook page. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back after this.
just take a quick break there just for a moment. Uh, we're back. You're listening to Elijah Fire Radio, ElijahFireRadio.com. It is Friday, January 13th, 2023, and uh, I just gave some brief announcements, um, some ways that you can help support the ministry and also keep apprised of uh, different things that we're doing, you know, because we'll, uh, as things develop, we will keep you apprised via email, okay? And so it's good to join our email list so we can keep you informed. Okay, also, um, uh, well, basically that's it. Uh, We might change times of our morning prayer uh, next week. I don't know yet. Uh, I'll let you know in the email uh, if we do, okay? That, That depends on, you know, if we make certain changes to uh, to our to our schedule, you know, our, our personal schedule and stuff, and there's some things that might change. But anyway, I digress. Let's pray. Father God, we just humbly come before you this morning, this, this, this evening, Father God, seeking your mercy and your grace, God. We need you. We need your presence. We need your anointing. We need everything that you offer, God, but we need you more than anything else. And I pray, Father God, that your presence be be here with us, God, tonight. In Jesus' name, as we minister those who call in and those who are with us right now, Father God, we pray, Father God, that that you bless them, that you open their ears and open their hearts, God, that they might receive from you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. I was looking over my notes, and um, that I that I have, I have a. Uh, I use uh, Evernote, and I have a, a place in there for Bible Bible studies and or things that I've studied or, or listened to with other other ministers and stuff. And there's a whole lot of stuff there on the um, on the courts of heaven and some stuff on the council of God. And we're gonna we're gonna touch on some of this tonight. And I'm not sure how how far we'll go. I might open up some of those notes and and teach from those, but I don't know yet. But uh, what what's tonight is kind of like a, a precursor to those 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 different teachings. This is kind of like a foundational type type teaching. And uh, if you open your Bible to and I and I and I pray and I hope that you are using your Bible. I use the King James Bible, and there's some reasons for that. Um, I, I, I pretty much exclusively stay with the King James Bible, and I, I suggest that other people do the same. And there's there's some historical reasons for that, um, and I'm not going to go into the details of that tonight. But we'll we'll talk about that sometime in the future. The the history of Bible translations and, and such, but but not tonight. Okay, so so Luke chapter eleven. And this is where uh, there, there's two places we're going to be we're going to be looking at in the book of Luke, Luke 11 and then Luke 18. These are two places where where Jesus spoke about prayer, and we we can glean or or learn uh, uh, from from these that there is basically three kinds of dimensions of prayer. There may be more. I'm not I'm not saying that this is. The only three, that's, that, that would be ridiculous. But there are three basic dimensions of prayer. 
um, that are that are shown in this in these uh, verses of scripture. And I use the word dimension uh, for for lack of a better word. Okay, three different modes of prayer, three different um, ways of praying. You know, don't don't get stuck on that word dimension. Okay. Okay. All right. So let me read from, from Luke chapter 11. And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, talking about Jesus, that he, uh, when he ceased, when he stopped, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples. Okay. And verse two, it says, and he said unto them, when you pray, say, our father, which art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as it is in heaven, so on earth. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive our forgive our sins, for we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And he said unto them, Which of you shall have a friend, and shall go unto him at midnight, and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine is on a journey and come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. And, and he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not, the door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him, because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needs. And I say unto you, ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asks receives, and he that seeks finds. And to him that knocks, it shall be opened. If a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he give him a serpent? Or if he shall ask an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? And, of course, we know in Matthew he says, uh, give good things unto them that ask him. You know, but, but here they're being very specific about the Holy Spirit. And, and that's for a reason, I believe, so people understand that when they ask for the Holy Spirit, that they won't be filled with something else. I, that's a whole different subject. But anyways, we see two different, different dimensions of prayer being, being shared here. And then, of course, in Luke 18, we see another dimension of prayer or a different approach, uh, a different way of approaching God in prayer in Luke 18. So let's go there. Luke 18. Uh, okay. And, uh, and this is how it reads. And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought to pray and not faint, saying that there was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. And there was a widow in the city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of my adversary. And he would not for a while. But afterward he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, Yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. And the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge says. 
and shall and shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry unto him day and night, though he bear along with them, I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. This is very important. Pay attention to the details. I will I will I will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, shall he find faith on the earth. What is Jesus talking about in these three different dimensions of prayer or these three different ways of approaching God in prayer. It's, it's really powerful. Listen, in, in, in chapter 11, we see the first, the first way that he taught his disciples to approach God is in, in the relationship, you know, and this is all about relationship. You, you don't, if you don't have a relationship with God, then what is your prayers about? You know, what is, what is your connection with God? You know, why is he giving you, you know, FaceTime, so to speak? Why is he giving you any time, you know, with, with prayer? And, and, I, and I'm speaking in a, you know, in a kind of a worldly mindset kind of way. But what, what, what is the purpose? It's because of relationship. We approach God in prayer based on uh, our relationship with God. Okay. And so these three different dimensions of prayer are really three different um, aspects of our relationship to God. And each one is appropriate for a different thing or for a different purpose, I should say, or, or for a different, uh, you know, just a different way that we approach God. And of course, you know, this isn't set in stone. This isn't, you know, like a, like a formula for, for crying out loud. I, I hope you don't think that that you would try that as a formula, but it's, it's just a way of looking at it so that you kind of get an idea or, or a feeling of what you're doing when you're, when you're praying this way. Okay. And, and actually it's kind of a discovery because many of you probably prayed this, these ways uh, many times and, and didn't really realize what you were, what you were doing. Okay. So anyway, so the, the first way that Jesus or, or the first approach is when we approach God as is as Father, okay? That relationship, and and we can see what that is for, okay? We see our Father which is in heaven, hallowed be Thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is, you know, as it is in heaven, so on earth. Give us this day our daily bread. One of the one of the first things that we need to understand about when we approach God as Father and we're praying to Him as Father, you know, and, and that's the relationship that that's where we we come to God for getting our needs met, basically, okay, and, and for our forgiveness, we go to Him for forgiveness. You know, that's the first thing. You know, you know, the sinner's prayer. We come to God as you know for forgiveness, and then we become sons because we're born again, right? And so that relationship, that that father-son, father-daughter relationship, is is what's in play in in this first dimension of prayer, and it usually means you know it usually deals with our our, our needs, forgiveness, our our relationship with God, our our personal things with God. Okay. So, you know, um, so, and also, you know, we, we, 
is basically the, the place where we, where we present our general prayers. And that's, you know, generally for ourselves, our family, our friends, you know, and that sort of thing. And then it goes on to say something else. You know, he, then he starts talking about a, a different dimension rather than uh, a father. Now he's talking about friend. And this here is is kind of a different kind of approach because sometimes, uh, you know, and I've taught it, you know, what we're talking about here is when we enter into uh, kind of a dimension of prayer called the counsel of God. And it covers a lot of area. And I haven't been able to explore all of it throughout Scripture. I haven't taken the time, but I, but I definitely am going to do that. And, and what, what it says here, let me read it again. Which of you shall have a friend? And shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine is on his journey to come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. Just a really, really important aspect or dimension of prayer is intercession. And when we when we proceed to God, you know, and this this is basically giving a picture of intercession. We approach God as friend, but we're approaching God for somebody else who yeah, I have nothing to offer them, right? So I'm I'm going to God asking for something for somebody else, so that I can so they can have something that I don't have to offer them. But I'm going to my friend God, and so there there are some different dimensions to this this friend thing, and to the counsel of God. For instance, for for the prophets, um, you know, it talks about. In uh, well, it talks about it in First Corinthians, uh, First, I mean Jeremiah, um, verse, chapter twenty-three, verse eighteen and twenty-two, and twenty-three. It talks about the counsel of God. Now that word counsel here uh, is also translated as secret in uh, Amos. Chapter 3, verse 7, where it says, Surely the Lord God will do nothing, but he reveals his secret. And that can also be translated counsel. He reveals his counsel or his secret counsel unto his servants, the prophets. And in this place, there's, there's, there's a number of different things that happen. When, when Abraham um, was invited into the counsel of the Lord, he was you know, God was talking about what he was going to do with Sodom and Gomorrah. Am I going to keep this from uh, from Abraham, seeing that he's going to become this great nation? Uh, you know, and this was the dimension of prayer called the counsel of the Lord. And there's some different places where prophets have been ushered into the counsel of the Lord. One was in uh, Zechariah, I, I believe. Yeah, or that was, no, that was... That was a judgment. That was a judgment seat. That was a judge, uh, place of judgment. So it was maybe the court of heaven. But anyway. But there was a place where, where one prophet, you know, when Ahab was, was about to be killed, when, um, you know, one prophet was, was allowed to participate or actually see and hear what was going on in the council of, uh, of the Lord. 
um, when they were discussing how they were going to take out Ahab. And uh, I don't have that before me, but that is that that's one of the things that that, that transpired, and it's you know how prophets, you know, are, are ushered into this place. You know, they're invited into this place called the Council of the Lord. Um, and actually, they're they're encouraged to to ask for it. Why? Well, this is what it says here in uh, verse eighteen. It says for of Jeremiah twenty three, for who has stood in the counsel of the Lord and has perceived and heard His word? Who has marked His word and heard it? And then further on down in twenty two, it says, but if they had stood in my counsel and have caused my people to hear my words, then they should have turned them from their evil way and from the evil of their doings. Am I a God at hand, says the Lord, and not a God afar off? In other words, uh, I'm approachable. I can be approached. Amen? I'm not afar off. It's not like you can't come into my presence, you know, that kind of thing. So we, we see this place of uh, the counsel of the Lord, where we approach God as friend, because God invites his friends uh, into the counsel of the Lord. And you'll, you'll feel this, or you'll sense this, or you'll, you'll experience this if you're an intercessor. And, and all of a sudden you have this burden to, to pray for uh, someone or a situation, or you don't know what you're praying for, but you, you're drawn into this place of prayer. And this is the place of intercession. And we just like we see here, it says, "Which shall you shall have a friend shall go unto him, uh, go in him, unto him at midnight." Isn't it funny how how he depicts it at midnight? Because that's so often, you know, at night, you know, at the watch hours, uh, you know, when when we're called to to intercede for people, right at midnight, and say unto him, friend. Lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine is on a journey and come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. And that's what we do. We intercede. We we go to God, and and, and we we approach to Him, and we ask Him, you know, provide, provide for these people, provide protection, provide uh, your 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 care, provide your mercy for them. God, have mercy on these people. Amen. And and that's so important. It's so important for us to be able to to know that we can do that, that we can approach to God and intercede. And, and a lot of times, like I said, we're invited into that place where we we don't ask necessarily. Sometimes it's sometimes we're we're, we're drawn into the counsel of the Lord to to see and hear. And a lot of times um, we're not there to present anything. We're just there to be quiet and to listen. And you learn a lot just by being in the in the counsel of the Lord, because every living creature, uh, you know, like angels and you know other other you know heavenly hosts or whatever, uh, are are present sometimes in this council place, or it's just you and God, you know, or you God and maybe you know somebody else that you're praying for, and so you know that's. The, that's the second dimension of prayer. And then we talked um, about, or we read in Luke 18, where he's talking about this unjust judge, 
Well, God's not an unjust judge. He's a just judge. But he's using this as an example, as uh, a way that we approach God. And oftentimes, sometimes it's as a as a judge. We're entering into the courts of heaven. We're entering into a place where there's uh, legislative and judicial things taking place. And there we have an adversary often. You know, the the devil's there to accuse us. Uh, and oftentimes, his accusations are, are often true. Uh, he's not going to waste his time in, in the presence of God. You know, when he's accusing us directly, it may not be true. But often, when he's in the, in, in the counsel of God, he's not going to waste his time uh, accusing us of something that's not necessarily true. Right? But we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, our advocate. We have a uh, we have the Holy Spirit, who's our legal help. Um, also, you know, and so we have we're not defenseless in the court of heaven. As a matter of fact, um, this is where uh, we take matters. You know, it's like you, you you pray to God as Father. You pray to God as Father, and for some reason. Whatever the reason might be, um, there's a delay in, you know, the manifestation. It's like you know you should be receiving something. You have faith for it, which is by God. You know, you don't have faith without God. Um, you have faith for something. You know that it should be coming. This is a time. But there's some kind of delay or denial. Okay? Why? Okay? Uh, sometimes. It's because there's an open case against us in the court of heaven. And we approach God. We approach God. Um, and we ask God to to make a judgment on our behalf uh, concerning this. You know, whatever, whatever it is, whatever the accusation is. Sometimes it's us, you know, something that we haven't dealt with in our life or it may be something that we are unaware of in our in our family line to the second, third, and fourth generation no more. Okay, uh, we don't as a precedence we don't open up ourselves to anything further than the second, third, or fourth generation, unless there is a covenant with some demonic entity. Uh, now, why is this? There, there's a number of reasons. One, if you if you open yourself up to um, to to um, to to that, you know, say all the way back to Adam and Eve, then you have to deal with all that transgression. You, you, we don't have to because the Bible says there's a limited statute of limitations, which is the first or the the first, second, third, and fourth generation. Okay, that's as far back in our in our ancestry. We need to uh, repent of anything, you know, that might be hindering us. Or, you know, sometimes there's a curse at work, you know, and that's how far back you have to go. No more. Okay, and and sometime I'll teach on 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 the reasons for that, and I'll get into the scripture for that, but not tonight. So we see approaching God in these three different ways. We see approaching God as father for our needs for the needs of our family for our immediate friends and family that kind of thing um we approach god as friend now often you know that's not only for intercession but intercession is a big part of that 
Okay. So, you know, sometimes, you know, we approach into the counsel of the Lord to, to learn what it is that God wants us to do. You know, that's, that's where, you know, that, that is released oftentimes to prophets, their, their ministry, their message, you know, that sort of thing. That's what's revealed, um, in, in the council of the Lord. And I'm pretty sure then the other fivefold ministries in those different dimensions of, of Christ or those different aspects of the grace of Christ, Jesus Christ, that, um, you know, they have their own special approach to the counsel of the Lord, right? Which is so important, so important, understanding how uh, things are decided. Because a lot of things, times things are actually decided in that place of the council. And, of course, and then understanding, if, if you have any understanding of, of court, the court systems here on earth, then that can really translate and help you in approaching the court of heaven. Amen? So, so those are three different uh, possible dimensions. And then also to, to help you um, to, to picture uh, what this court is like. If you go to Daniel 7, let's go there real quick here. If you go to Daniel chapter 7, we see an Old Testament uh, picture of this in a in a future thing. Um, I beheld till the thrones were cast down, and the Ancient of Days did sit, whose garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head like the pure wool, and his throne was like a fiery flame, and his wheel as a burning fire. A fiery stream uh, issued, came forth before him, thousands of thousands ministered unto him, and ten thousands times ten thousand stood before him. The judgment was set, and the books were open. Amazing and uh, a little scary, and you would think that they're talking about the end judgment. But I don't believe that's what they're talking about. I believe it, it's an ongoing thing. It's a, it's a, it's perpetual. And I've talked about this before in some of the things in 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 Revelation. Yes, they're coming, but some of them are happening now, and some of them have already happened. So it's past, present, future. Okay, so we see that there's a judgment seat, but it's past, present, future. It's not just future. Okay. Because it says this, I saw in a night vision, behold, one like the Son of Man came with the clouds of heaven and came to the Ancient of Days. And they brought him, this is verse 13, they brought him near before him, and there was given him dominion and glory, a kingdom that all people, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away, and his kingdom which shall not be destroyed. They're talking about Jesus' kingdom. They're talking, this is, this is talking about Jesus and his kingdom. And then it goes on um, talking about, you know, the little horn and all this other kind of stuff. But in verse 22, it says, Until the Ancient of Days came, and judgment was given to the saints of the Most High, and the time came for the saints to possess the kingdom. Great. But what happens? Um... And then we have the, the ten horns and the little horn and all this other kind of stuff happening. But the judgment was already given to us. But what happens? And he shall speak great words against the most. This is verse 25. He shall speak great words against the most high and shall wear out the saints. 
how are they going to how is he going to wear out the saints if the judgment was already given to the saints right of the most high and to think to change times and laws what does that mean it, it's set times or appointments to change those appointments and the laws or decrees not the laws not the like the 10 commandments or the laws of the bible it's about decrees okay over your life right and they shall be given into his hand until a time times and the dividing of time that's very interesting that it says that because it also has that verse or that that saying in revelation times times and dividing of time but read what it says but the judgment shall sit and they shall take away his dominion talking about the antichrist or the antichrist spirit the devil to consume it and destroy it until the end and the kingdom and dominion and the greatness of the kingdom under the whole heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the most high whose kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and his dominions shall serve and obey him but how is it possible for him to be able to change times and laws or appointments and decrees how is he possible how is it possible for him to do that when he has no power and he has no authority well it's by his accusations God you can't give them this now because of this this and this he's the accuser of the brethren accusing us to the father day and night he's the accuser of the brethren that's his only thing he has now he has yeah, there's worldly power and there's different things they can do with demonic spirits and stuff, but that's beside the point. But the only way that things can be hindered is by sin, past sins, and things like that, that he can accuse in order to do that. And so for us to understand how to approach the throne of God and as a judge and ask God to, to make judgments, and to present our cases before the throne, the throne of God. And then for us, if we have to, we repent. We repent. I repent for uh, the sins of my fathers, I, you know, my, my family or whatever, to the second, third, and fourth generation, whatever, whatever it is. And the Holy Spirit, either by a prophetic person or by whoever is doing deliverance on you at the time or whatever, um, you know, the Holy Spirit will will show us what the accusation is, what the what the, the fault is or whatever it is. You know, he'll do that. And that's done in the court of heaven. Okay? And so, you know, a lot of times when we have delay and we don't know why, and we know that we should have something, we should be someplace, you know, that we're not, you know, in the Lord or that we should be having something that God should be giving us and we know in our hearts that, that that's what the time is that's the season we're in and yet it's not come then we should approach God in, in the court of heaven with Jesus and then of course then knowing how to cancel the the the, the words of the adversary listen let's open our Bible really quick and I'm going to end with this if you go to Hebrews 12, it gives another picture of the court of heaven. Let's go there real quick, if I can. Too far. Okay. Hebrews chapter 12. 
Hebrews chapter 12. Wherefore, see, you know, forward, verse 22, but you are come, and he's giving contrast to two different mountains. The mountain where the curse was decreed and where the law was given, or to this mountain. But you are come unto Mount Zion, unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly of the church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, to God the judge of all, see we see, the, see him as judge, and the spirits of just men made perfect, and to Jesus the mediator, see, that's a legal term, mediator, of the new covenant, a covenant is what, a contract, right? And to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel. See, one of the things that will silence the adversary is the blood of Jesus, because the blood of Jesus will speak on our behalf. When, when he's talking about that speaks of better things than that of Abel, Abel's blood cried out for judgment against Cain, right? Cain and Abel. But the blood of Jesus speaks out for mercy for us to, to silence the adversary uh, concerning things of legal nature. So the, the blood of Jesus will speak on our behalf in the court of heaven. And then there's the books will be open. Uh, a lot of times, and I'll teach about this sometime in the future, about books of remembrance that we can, we can, we can tell God, remember me for this, remember me for that. And that's totally biblical, and I'll show you in Scripture where that's where that's biblical. That we can approach God, and one of the things that we, God, I, I did this, and uh, you know, God remembers these things. He puts them as a memorial before Him. But those are the books of remembrance, and we'll talk about that some other time. Okay, all right. Um, and so, very powerful. Learning how to approach God in different ways in prayer it is very important. So we see approaching God as Father. We see approaching him as friend in the counsel of the Lord. And then we see a God approaching God as judge in the courts of heaven. Amen. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for what you've, what you've released to us tonight. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace. But we, we thank you, Father God, for your word. We ask, God, that this word would sink into our hearts, God, that would change us, uh, uh, renew us, make us make us better than what we were, Father God, before, and, and renew our minds. We thank you for that in the mighty name of Jesus. And we bind the adversary that would try to steal the word in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. If this has spoken to your hearts, if, if this blessed you, uh, consider uh, sowing into this word or sowing into the ministry, but sow into this word. You can do that by going to uh, jamesgrabiel.com, uh, and there's a there's a link at the bottom of the page for 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 doing that for sowing, or you can do it at elijahfireradio.com. There's a, there's a link for that, too, at the top and the bottom. Okay. Um, we're going to take a short break. We're going to be back, and we're going to take calls from our listeners. Amen. From, from you who call in asking for prayer and ministry. Okay. Here we go. We'll take a break real quick. 
Elijah Fire Radio, ElijahFireRadio.com. It is Friday, January 13th, 2023, and uh, we're taking calls now. If you haven't called in, the number to call is 515-602-9651. That's 515-602-9651. Again, that is 515-602-9651. And when you do call in, remember, press 1 on your keypad. That lights you up on our switchboard and lets us know that you'd like 
uh, to speak with us. Okay. All right. Our first call is from the 910 area code. You're on the air. Prayer, please. Sure. Father God, I just pray for our sister right now in the name of Jesus, and I thank you for, for, for God bringing her into a place of understanding of, of the of the different places of uh, dimensions of prayer, God, that you've led her to in the past, God. God, you know, you've you've been in the counsel of the Lord more often than than not than than what you what you think. Uh, because you, you've been in intercession, you've interceded for people, and God has has brought you into that place of of, of the counsel of the Lord. Because number one, He can trust you with it, and number two, because you have that relationship with Him, that friendship, and so the Lord is wants you to know that that in this in this coming season, you're going to uh, it's going to become more a little bit more intense. Where you're going to begin to even have, uh, of, uh, you know, visions, or, or, you know, where you get an impression of, of what you, what your spirit is seeing in that place, and it, it's important to know that that you're. It's like you're already there. You don't have to uh, uh, try to enter into that place of prayer because it's like you're already there. Okay. God bless. Thank you. You're welcome, God bless. All right, we have a call from the five seven one area code. You're on the air. Pray, please. Sure. We just pray for our sister right now in the name of Jesus, and I thank you for for your goodness and your grace towards her in the name of Jesus, and I thank you for for even the transformations that are that are in her life taking place. It's like you've you've been planted in good ground. The Lord's saying that you've been planted in good ground. Have you just started going to a to a church, a new church? Yes. Okay. God's saying that you've been planted in good ground. That's a that's a good place for you to be. So that's that's and it was the Lord's doing. It's not just you just showing up, but but that's that's part of God's plan for you, okay? Just so that you know. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. God bless. All right, we have a call from the nine four zero area code. You're on the air. Sure. Father God, I just pray for our brother right now in the name of Jesus, and I thank you for for God, for your supernatural intervention in his life, God, in the name of Jesus. God is intervening. There there are things that um God is God is intervening in your life. There is a there is a change that God is God is um bringing forth. But it, it's intervention. God, it's, it's like, you know, it's like, um, you know, how we sit down sometimes with our friends or family, and there's an intervention. You know, it's we're 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 we're, we're stopping them or, or attempting to to intervene in their life for their for their benefit. Well, the Lord is is going to sit down with you, and there's going to be an intervention. Not because you know you're in any kind of, I, I don't know what. Actually, this is in reference to, but um, but God is going to sit down with you, and He's going to hold an intervention, so to speak. And it, it's because He loves you. It's because He cares. It's because you know He He you know you're His son. You're 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 His son. You, he loves you, um, and He has great plans for you. 
Jeremiah 29:11 says, "For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, thoughts of e- uh, peace, uh, peace and not of evil, to give you a hope in a future or, or an expected end, according to the King James Bible, which means a hope in a future." And so, uh, you know, God wants to do an intervention, and it, and it's it may not be what you think, but it's um, but God, you you'll hear from the Lord. And he'll 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 show you and, and, and share with you his heart for you in this season. God bless, brother. Amen. Amen. God bless. All right, we have a call from the four one six area code. You're on the air. Yes, I would like prayer. <clears throat> sure. Father God, I just pray for our sister right now in the name of Jesus, and I thank you that the blood of Jesus is speaking on her behalf, even in the court of heaven, even right now, Father God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for that, O oh God. We thank you, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, that you're that you're that you're that you're taking her into the, into your into your palace. You're taking her into your into your courts, Father God. For her, for her benefit, it's almost like God is bringing you into a place. You know, you know where they have family, uh, family court, where you know they they determine, you know, who's who's going to take care of the child. Uh, who, you know, it's, it's like something like that, where God is taking you into family court, where you know your your future is being decided. Um, you know, the adversary. He has one desire for you, and the Lord has another. Uh, Jesus has another, you know, thing that He wants done, and so it's being, it's being, you know, you're being taken, you know, into family court. And so what's going to happen is, is God is ruling on your behalf. You know, God initiates this, God starts this because He wants an outcome, and so He wants you to be blessed. He wants you to live in abundance. He wants to live you to live in provision. He wants you to live in divine health. He wants all these things for you, and so um, that's what this is all about. Uh, God is bringing you into almost like a family court type of situation. Who's going to be your 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 spiritual parents? Who's going to be uh, who's going to be there for you? You know that kind of thing. And so Jesus is doing this. The Father's doing this, and the Holy Spirit is doing this, and it's all on your behalf. Amen? God bless. Amen. Thank you. You're welcome. God bless. All right. We have a call from the 704 area code. You're on the air. From the 704 area code, you're on the air. Okay, we'll have to come back to them. Okay. From the 404 area code, you're on the air. Hi, can you hear me? Yes. Uh, Prayer and prophecy, please. Sure. Father God, I just pray for our sister right now in the name of Jesus, and I thank you for um, what you're about to do in her life, God, and what you're presenting to her. There's something that you need to know about in the realm of the spirit there's a there's a place in um geez, where is it i think it's in zechariah 
Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with it, where Joshua, the high priest, is, is standing before the angel of the Lord. Have you ever heard this before? Um, I'm not sure. Okay, let me go there. So far, it does not sound familiar. Okay. How how familiar are you with, with a lot of the different things or things in the Bible? I'm familiar with some things. I'm just okay. not sure about what you're talking about right now. Okay. Zechariah, uh, make a mental note of this because this is going to be very important for you. Uh, okay. Coming up. But in Zechariah uh, chapter 3, it says, And he showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord, and, and Satan standing at his right hand to resist him, okay, to accuse him, basically. And the Lord said unto Satan, The Lord rebuke thee, O Satan, even the Lord that has chosen Jerusalem rebuke thee. Is this not a branch plucked out of the fire? Now Joshua was clothed in filthy garments, and stood before the angel, and answered and spake unto them that stood before him, saying, Take away the filthy garments from him. And unto him he said, Behold, I have caused thy iniquity to pass from thee, and I will clothe thee with a change of raiment. The reason why I, I bring this up is not because you, uh, of that, you know, of needing a change of raiment, but to understand that in the realm of the Spirit, there is garments, okay? God wants you to know that in the realm of the spirit, there's there's garments. There are garments in the spirit, and all of us wear something. Okay. God wants you okay. to know. God wants you to know what you're wearing in the spirit. Okay. It's a wedding dress. Okay. You're, okay. you're wearing a wedding dress in the spirit. It is. It is. Uh, pure white. It's you know, uh, it's got uh, it's got um, gems on it. You know, and all of this uh, just uh, and I can't describe completely everything about it. But God wants you to know that you that you because because our garments have a lot to do with our identity. It has to do with our our ministry. But but you. Your, your your place is, is as a bride. I, I see that as as one of the things. But in in ministry, are are you in ministry right now? Yes, I am. You're in prophetic ministry. Is I'm not right? in prophetic ministry. You're not, not in prophetic, prophetic ministry? ministry. Not yet. No. Okay, but okay, you're in ministry. Yeah, but you're in ministry. Yes. Okay, and yes. so. Yeah, but the thing is, is that that garment has much to do with your ministry, and a lot of times the the garments that we have and the ministry we have comes out of our relationship, and so as a bride of Christ, as as one who's joined to the Lord, and out of that relationship is your is your ministry, and that's your identity in the spirit. That's what the the, the spiritual realm recognizes you in that level of authority, that level of 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 even a power and authority out of that that garment. God wants you to know that you have that you have that relationship with him, that you have that place in him. Even though you know we're you're a daughter, you're 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 also a handmaid, 
okay? You know, a servant, but you're also yes. um, you're also a bride, okay? So out of these different places, you you understand you, you need to understand that in the realm of the spirit, you're you're identified. You know, the adversary sees you as well and knows your identity as well. So just for you to, to understand and realize that. Amen. God bless. Thank you. Amen. Amen. God bless. All right. We have a call from the 757 area code. You're on the air. Hi. I'm just calling for prayer for my brother. Um, he's been in a court battle for a couple of years now over custody of my niece. And, um, you know, it's just a really bad situation. And he's, he's heartbroken because he has no access to her. Okay. Father God, we just pray right now in the name of Jesus. Uh, we pray for, um, first of all, I want to come against any witchcraft that's coming against the broadcast right now. Uh, just, just, just before I pray for, for your, your, uh, your niece and, and, and your brother, we, we bind all witchcraft. We come against all forms of witchcraft, every release of the adversary. We rebuke it. We send every curse back to where it came from in the name of Jesus, God. And we thank you for your mercy and your grace and cleansing and washing over your people in Jesus' name. And now I pray for her brother. I pray for God to give him favor in the courts in the name of Jesus. Give him favor with them in the name of Jesus. Uh, have mercy upon him, O God, and have mercy upon his daughter in the name of Jesus. We pray for favorable outcome, Father God, in the courts in the name of Jesus on their behalf. And not only, not only should should he have uh, uh, custody of, of his child, but he will also receive comp, uh, uh, financial help in the name of Jesus, that, that that will also come through the courts in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for it, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless. All right, we have an anonymous call. You're on the air. Hi, um, may I please have prayer for a friend of mine that really needs a breakthrough in, in healing in her health? Sure. Father God, is, and, is, is this the young lady who has the kidney problem? Yeah. Okay. All right. Father God, we pray for, for healing for her in the name of Jesus. We pray for all swelling to go down. God, do it. Do do a miracle, Father God, in her in her body. Uh, you know, do something with her kidneys, God. Heal her kidneys. But we pray for for a, for for the swelling to go down, uh, so she doesn't have to get the stent in her heart, Father God. But but she can she can be healed. That she can be she can have regular dialysis. But God, we even pray that she won't even need dialysis. In the name of Jesus, we pray, mm-hmm. Father God, for a release, for 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 supernatural uh, reconstruction of her organs, O oh God, a supernatural reconstruction, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. We know that you're able to do it, God. We know that you're willing, and we come against the adversary that would 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 want her to 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 be in the situation she's in we come against that right now in the name of jesus everything the adversary is doing in her body everything the adversary is doing in her mind her emotions 
uh, everything that the adversary is doing in her soul, we rebuke it right now. Uh, we plead the blood of Jesus over her right now, that she won't be living in fear anymore, but she will be living in faith. In the name of Jesus, we release the faith in the Lord that she's going to wake up tomorrow and she's just going to see the world in a different way. She's going to perceive things in a different way. She's going to have a tenacious faith, Father God, that's going to fight for her life in the name of Jesus. And she's going to pray and have breakthrough in Jesus' name. We pray. We release the blessing over the Lord. We release Psalm 91 over her right now in the name of Jesus, that she would be uh, uh, hidden in the secret place of the Most High in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, we pray, Father God, that your cloud of glory would rest over her and, and usher her into a, a a place of of just you know your presence, God, uh, like never before. We pray for blessing over her, like never before. We thank you, Father God, for for what you're going to release on her life. Not just healing, but but every dimension of her life, Father God, would be touched by your hand. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. You're welcome. God bless. All right, we have a call from the 517 area code. You're on the air. Wait. From the 517 area code, you're on the air. Hello? Yes, you're on the air. How can I pray for you? Hi, Sister Deborah. We just like prayer and prophecy, and I want to pray for you guys, too. Okay. Father God, um, I, I don't know if we'll let you or uh, be able to allow you to to pray right now because because I have people in a line but you know your your prayers for us is always welcome okay father god i just Thank pray you. for her right now in the name of jesus i pray for a breakthrough in jesus name i pray for your anointing father god but i plead the blood of jesus over her right now god that you would begin to uh bring a transformation to her life uh that you would begin break giving her breakthrough in, in her life but i pray for even deliverance deliverance father god from from things that 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 torment things that lie things that are uh, of of the adversary because they're there okay they're there and we just pray right now father god for for total healing and deliverance for our sister in the name of jesus and we thank you for what you're going to do in her life god in jesus name amen god bless sister amen god bless amen all right, we have a call from the 704 area code. You're on the air. How can I pray for you? Uh, yes, I'd like prayer and prophecy, please. Sure. And did you have any particular prayer request? If not, that's fine. I just I just feel led to ask. No, sir. Mm -mm. Okay. Father God, I just pray for this man of God right now in the name of Jesus, and I thank you for what you're what you're what you're what you're doing in his life, God, as he seeks out your word, as he seeks out your presence, God, uh, I, I just see that you're 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 a man who who seeks after God's heart. You're a man who seeks after God's word. You're a man who seeks after after knowledge and the after wisdom, the, the things of God, and, and and you have a you have a, a an anointing uh, to to not just seek the knowledge of God, but to present it. Uh, 
you have a teaching anointing. Uh, you have a teaching ability uh, that God has given you, whether you, you're aware of it or not, or whether you've used it or not. Have you have you done any kind of like taught any Bible studies or all? Uh, no, sir. I sure haven't. Have you have you thought about it? No, sir. Okay. Well, I would I would approach God and ask Him what what He wants you to do. Okay. Um, okay. Because there because you have a heart for the Word of God. Am I right? I, I I just you know that's what I'm hearing from the Lord. Yes, sir. Yeah. So you have a heart for the Word of God. You have a heart for truth. You have a heart for 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 learning doctrine and, and doctrinal truths. And so God's not going to just you know, waste that in you and just let it, well, that wouldn't be waste, but he, he doesn't want you just to keep it to yourself, but there's going to come opportunities for you. And because you're, you're a man who's humble before the Lord, you, you have a lot of humility and the, and the Lord, um, that goes a long way in the kingdom. Okay. Humility is, is a trait that, that is very important in the kingdom for a lot of different reasons. But because of that, God is, God is ushering you into uh, just a different place in him where you're going to find yourself uh, ministering to other people uh, by prayer and by, by different ways. But because your, your heart is so, so, uh, because your heart is is really sensitive to to the Holy Spirit in in a tender uh, and in, in intimate way, and the Lord uh, appreciates that and He wants you to know it. Amen. God bless. Amen. Amen. Thank you. You're welcome. God bless. All right, we have a call from the seven two seven area code. You're on the air. How can I pray for you? Hi. Good evening. May I have a prayer, please? Sure. Father God, I just pray for our sister right now, and I thank you for the breakthroughs that you're bringing into her life, God, the anointing, God. I thank you also for the, there is a, just, um, God is God is equipping you, uh, God is equipping you in, in armor, uh, preparing you for, for, for a level and dimension of ministry that many uh, do not walk in, okay? You're, you're, you are, you, God, and I can't, I can't say what it is, but God has prepared you for this, for this um, aspect of ministry, a dimension of ministry that many do not walk in, and God is about to release you into that. And for the sake of, uh, for, for, for the sake of not so much secrecy, but for, for God, you know, God is going to present this to you himself in the in the place of the counsel of the Lord. Uh, he's going to usher you in, and you are going to receive your ministry, um, your your actual ministry. Everything else has seemed like really seemed like training, like just preparation. But but you're coming into a place of of, of graduating into uh, actual ministry. Okay, and, and be ready for it. Okay. God bless, sister. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. Welcome. God bless. All right. Well, that's all we have for tonight. Uh, we look forward to seeing you guys here again um, on Monday. 
Uh, and if you want to participate in morning prayer, you're welcome to do that too. All right. God bless everybody and have a great weekend. God bless. 